This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Friday, December 27th, I'm your host, Jake Chapman. I hope everyone had an enjoyable and safe couple days with family and friends. But it's back to work tonight for the Orlando Magic. Got a W Monday against the Bulls at Amway Center, and now a tough home road back-to-back set. It'll be the Sixers tonight, the Bucks tomorrow night in Milwaukee. Magic now 13-17 and 17 through 30 games this season, and to break down tonight's matchup, we head to the hotline. Dante Marcatelli with me tonight. He is en route to the Amway Center. And you can catch him live on Magic Live tonight. Fox Sports Florida, their coverage tips off at 6.30. Hello, D. Oh, it's good to talk to you, Jake. Welcome back to City Beautiful here. And you left some uh, you left some sunny northeastern weather for uh, the rain here of central Florida. Yeah, Philadelphia, really nice this time of the year. Uh, who knew? Yeah, go figure. I would not have. Uh, I would have lost a lot of money on that. You know, you know what's weird, <laughs> but it's weird, D. Good to have you back, man. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. It was a it was a great couple of days, and not only for you and I, Jake. I think for this team, I think for everybody, just to kind of get to walk away for a couple of days, regroup, recharge. It's been a kind of a, a crazy month of December with travel and games, as you know, and kind of late nights, West Coast trip, kind of re-energize, charge the batteries, and, and come back in fresh tonight. Yeah, absolutely, and and they're going to need it, Philadelphia, obviously, and we'll get to them here in a minute, but they looked uh, pretty darn good on Christmas Day uh, with a big win over the Milwaukee Bucks. I guess we got to start with health, Dante. Um, some kind of bad news on that front. Uh, Alfaruk Aminu suffered a setback after practice yesterday. His knee locked up on him. He's going to be reevaluated. Uh, let's start there. I, I, I think probably at this point you just think if you get the Chief back, that's going to be a bonus based on where you are right now, but certainly not the best news that, uh, that he suffered a setback yesterday after practice. No, that's the thing. And, you know, listen, Chief started slow. I don't think there's any secret to that. But uh, I think part of it is probably related to that tear in his meniscus. Yep. And I think that was, that was, uh, I think that was hampering him a little bit. But listen, to make no mistake about it, for this team to accomplish what they want to accomplish, end of the season, playoff push, and then in the postseason, you need a season veteran like Al Farouk Aminu. I mean, they need this guy to be right. And he was getting closer to coming back. He was feeling good. We talked to him in Portland. He was excited about being back on the floor and thought it was pretty close to returning to the team. And then yesterday, shortly after practice opens, they're going through some more shooting drills, and he's just taking some some easy jumpers. And really, right in front of a few media members, he just went down. Uh, that knee couldn't hold him. And, and so we don't know exactly what happened or the extent of it. But uh, like you said, it locked up on him. And, you know, it is. It's a setback, hopefully not a big one. And listen, let's just – and they have been doing that, treating it very cautiously. But let's just get them healthy, get them right, because they're going to need them for the stretch run. Yeah, and the idea of trying to play through an injury like that, I mean, I think that probably proves right. to you what, what what this means to Al Farouk Aminu and, and trying to be there, trying to be that veteran presence for his teammates. So certainly we'll have to keep an eye on that. Moving forward, Michael Carter-Williams out again tonight with a shoulder sprain. And then Mo Bamba sprains an ankle at practice yesterday. Won't be available tonight. We'll see about tomorrow night in Milwaukee. I'm sure it's not, you know, ankle sprains are usually, you got to be careful with them, especially with Mo, who's had some lower body uh, risks, I guess, early on in his career. 
but it's kind of a you know I don't think we'll we expect him out long D but it's it's poor timing certainly for Mo because it really starts to feel like it's starting to feel like he's starting to stack up games and really f- sort of find his niche and find his role within that second unit I've been very impressed with the last couple of weeks from Mo D well, I agree with you. I agree with you, Jake. I think that is a setback for him. Uh, you know, you, you want, this guy needs to play. He needs to be out there as much as possible. And he's been doing that here for the last few weeks, last month of the season. I talked to him today. He was walking pretty good on it. And, you know, he was in great spirits. And I, I think he expects to be back very soon, hopefully as early uh, as tomorrow. We'll see. That's probably more of a game-time decision. But, yeah, just an unfortunate thing. It didn't land on anybody's ankle. He tried to jump. Somebody was standing on it. So it, it kind of sprayed it kind of sprained it that way, which which you don't see very much. So hopefully he's able to uh, to get back out there soon. But I agree, Jake. I mean, listen, he still makes mistakes. Uh, you know, he still hasn't played one full season yet. If you add up the games from last year, so that's to be expected. He's still going through those those lear- those uh, growing pains. But man, you can see the confidence rising. And I, I'm telling you, more often than not, he seems to come through with the big block or a big bucket timely ones when the Magic beat him. And, and uh, you remember, you know, the first three weeks of the season, he, he was lost quite a bit. Yeah. He was making a lot of mistakes. And now he comes through and, you know, he gets a big putback the other day. He gets a big block. He catches a big lob. You know, through times where the Magic have gone three or four possessions without a basket, he gets an offensive putback or catches a lob. So he, he's kind of, he, he's certainly helping the teams, uh, helping the team a lot when they need it. But but he's got to come through more defensively. His man kind of gets away from him still a little bit, but he's getting better. He's improved so much from last year. And you can see, boys, you can see that potential and you can see that confidence growing almost nightly. And when you think about the second unit, D, I mean, you know, obviously this team is built around defense and the starting five between Isaac and Gordon uh, and Fultz and his potential. I mean, you've got a whole bunch of defensive presences, uh, I guess, with the starting five when you go down to the bench. And yes, usually Aaron or, or J.I. are on the floor with that bench bunch, but... The, that bench, that second unit needs Mo Bamba's rim protection, and they need his defensive presence uh, when they're out there. I mean, he's he's very key to that on that side of the floor. And then you also think about the spacing within that second unit. I mean, Mo Bamba is a very important part of this bench. And yes, you know, he was very inconsistent early on in the season, but now it's starting to feel like it's more of a surprise when he has a game where he doesn't really show up on the box score or where, where he yeah. makes three or four mistakes. I mean, now what used to be once in every handful of games uh, is becoming once in every five or six games and it just feels like he's starting to work work forward uh in into the right direction and he's really really needed by that second group no he certainly is that's a great way to put it you know you're you're almost now more surprised when he has a rough outing uh because he has been kind of stringing a few together you look at that game in cleveland he knocks down five threes and potentially don't win that game without him right. I mean, he's been responsible for a couple of a couple of big performances key baskets key plays help them win games, and that's all you can ask for. I would love to have seen him get out there tonight. I just think this kind of experience, going against a guy like Joel Embiid, mm. even though it could be tough to watch at times, and listen, he, this guy's dominating every opposing center in the NBA right now. So, uh, But I think that experience could be invaluable. And I think, you know, I think he'd have got him a time or two. I think he'd get a block or two. I think he can step up. Embiid's greatest weakness is defending the three. And I, I honestly think Bamba could have been a big, a big weapon tonight to draw him out of the paint and not I think he would have got a bunch of good looks um, so we have to hold on that but hopefully he can come back sooner rather than later and, and you're right I, I just think from a consistency standpoint you know we, we kind of knock on wood we've got everybody healthy now back in that starting lineup let's get some consistency in that second line a second unit let's get Michael Carter Williams out there this guy almost feels like Scott Sterling the the uh, 
soccer goalie that keeps taking one to the face right. when he's trying to make when he's trying to block say, the internet sensation. <laughs> uh, he just can't seems to take one injury after the next. So let's get everybody healthy, clicking on all cylinders and and get some consistency in the first and second unit and see what this team can do. Yeah, and with MCW specifically, I mean some of that and he's had shoulder injuries throughout his career, but some of that is tied right. to sort of right. the way he plays. I mean he is rough and, no and tumble no when doubt. he's out there. Um, so you always got to kind of f- keep your fingers crossed. As far as that goes, let's go back to that win on Monday night, D. We talked about Mo Bamba, four blocks off the bench, four of their 13 block shots that night, three apiece for Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac, two for Vooch. Uh, Markel Fultz came up with a block that night. I thought two things coming out of Monday night, D. I thought it was great to see Jonathan Isaac. I mean, he was dominant all over the floor, 13 points, nine boards, five assists, four steals, three blocks. You know, it's a mouthful just to get through his line that (laughs) night. But I thought the biggest development on Monday night, Dante, was Aaron Gordon coming back and showing us who AG actually is, 16 points, 11 rebounds. Um, after a rough trip out west, it was great to see AG feeling like himself again. And don't you think he can do that more? Absolutely. Don't you think he can, he can show that? Does it, he, does it, he, you know, the, he doesn't solely affect the game just by scoring. Yep. He has 16 points, as you mentioned, but he, you know, he gets a double-double because of the 11 rebounds. But the way he was blocking shots, the way the weak side helped, he was a man possessed, just like J.I. was. Uh, you know, defensively in that game as well. Those two set the tone. They let those. They let the Bulls know this is going to be a long night, and you've got to constantly be watching because we're coming for you uh, the entire evening. So I, I think for as far as Aaron goes, he knocked down most of his his set jumpers. You know, when he kind of catch and shoot, that's when he's at his best, most effective offensively. We didn't see too much over dribbling, and when he was able to take advantage of his size and put the ball on the floor and get to the basket, he was able to finish. Uh, so I, I think a lot of terrific signs out of Aaron Gordon. And it doesn't have to be a 23, 25-point night. He can do it with 16 points and 11 rebounds and a couple of blocks. He had four assists, I think, in that game, too. Yep. So uh, he, he is a solid playmaker. He always brings it defensively. He's going to be amped up for the defensive matchup tonight against Ben Simmons. He loves that. Uh, so he'll certainly bring it on that end. Uh, but, I, but I think his ability to impact the game at times without even scoring, I think, is his biggest strength. And I think the more he starts to realize that, I think the bigger impact he can have like he did in games on Monday. No, and I think, and I know I mentioned this at the beginning of the season, one of the most underrated traits of Aaron Gordon uh, that he's really good at is creating off the bounce. If you get him with a head of steam headed into the paint, he's always going to make the right play. He's a very good passer uh, off the bounce, D. And I think sometimes he sort of falls in love with, you know, you know back to the basket um, and, and trying to trying to sort of see things from the perimeter. Just get him moving into the paint, and if you turn the ball over, fine. But he, he is such a skilled passer when defenses are back on their heels. I want to see a little bit more of yeah. that. Yeah, and, he, and he's not quite there yet on the step back, you know, on the fallaway jumper. Right. He's, he's got the elevation, and the form looks good, and he's he's going to be able to get that shot off on anybody, and I think that's huge. But, I, I you know, I, he's continuing to tweak it. He'll continue to work on it, and I think it will be a weapon for him, but it's just not as consistent yet. So I think, you know, when he kind of starts to get away from that a little bit and puts his head down and uses that size to get to the rim, as you mentioned, I think he's much more effective. So I think when we see that, more and as he continues to develop more game, more moves in the post, I think we'll see. Uh, you know, he, you know he can, all he needs to do is grab a couple more baskets. They call them, as Brian Hill says, just those those kind of cheapies in the paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's able to, if he's able to get some of those easy baskets, that'll add to the scoring total. And for a team that struggles to score, those can be a few you know putbacks. 
I, I would think at least once or twice a game he can fly down the lane like he did on Monday and get a putback dunk. You know, and he, he got the one to kind of seal it uh, against the Bulls on Monday and the, with 36 seconds left. So I think he he can do that and he can get a few more baskets for this team. Uh, but and he'll continue to to add to his arsenal. But I think, you know, spot-up shooting, as Coach Cliff has been preaching here the last couple of weeks, knock down your spot-ups, certainly from distance. And then, yeah, let, let's, get, let's, get, let's get that motion going towards the basket because he can elevate almost over anyone. Sure. Uh, and he's got the size and strength to finish in traffic. And Cliff's been saying all year, we need those points. We need those offensive rebounding points. Yeah. We need those points off turnovers uh, because, as we know, in this league, four or five points a night, um, that can make a big difference. And we've seen, uh, you know, the Magic, as far as their record goes against winning teams, Teams, one in 14 versus winning teams so far this year. We know the one win was against the Philadelphia 76ers, but a lot of these games, you go back to Milwaukee, um, you go back to the Lakers game, a lot of these games are five or six points in either direction. I mean, yeah. that could really uh, sort of turn your record and, and where you are if you start picking up a couple more of these. Last one from Monday night, D, I mentioned the block shots, 13 blocks, 10 steals. When this team gets going defensively, it starts to feel contagious. Whether or not it's J.I., whether or not it's deflection, Aaron Gordon, Markel Fultz, utilizing their strength and their athleticism and their length. Um, I mean, it, it just feels like it can be an avalanche defensively at times. And how frustrating does it have to be to be a Chicago Bulls team trying to figure out how to win a game on the road and you put up 14 points in the fourth quarter because these guys are all over the place? Well, that's the thing, and I think that's going to be that's supposed to be the calling card of this team. Right. That's supposed to be in a, in a it was last year, and I think they're getting back to it. I do, uh, but I think they're starting to realize. Yeah, I mean, it's Zach Levine, one of the most prolific scorers in this game, and Lowry Markinen, as good a shooter as there is in the league, just completely shut down. Oh, was Markinen in the there? Lowry was in the arena that night. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was playing. He was there, Jake. He was there. But that's a that's a that's a credit and a testament to the defense yep. that Jonathan Isaac can play and does play. And to your point, with the length and when you get that starting five out there on the floor, Markel six four at the point, uh, all the way up to Vooch at seven feet, uh, they have that ability to to just lock down and make it very difficult. Now you're going to have some of the better teams, and and I think that's what we saw too. Is you know teams like the Lakers, the Rockets, the Bucks. They you know they they're they're just the, the, the talent is, you know, you, you, some nights you're just not going to be able to overcome that talent. And no matter how well you defend, they can just kind of go around you and through you and over you. And we've seen that. And I think that's kind of hurt us with that 1-14 in record against uh, teams with, uh, with the winning record. So I think that's kind of hurt them. But, yeah, I, th- this team needs to get back to its defensive ways. You hold the Bulls to 95 points. That was a high-scoring team coming in. This team tonight has scored 120 points in back-to-back games. Uh, they haven't done it three straight times since 19. 19- 90. So I mean, there. This is uh, you know this this magic defense. This defense will get the ultimate test here tonight. But I think this is how this team is built to win games, and you can create offense off your defense that way. And when they do that, uh, that that's kind of when you see those higher scoring games that they've had. But I think they have to get back to that fourth quarter defense. Set the tone with these starters right there in the first quarter. Didn't do that on Monday. Second unit was kind of able, especially because of Terrence Ross with his 26 points, yeah. able to come back and kind of bail you out a little bit. Uh, and then, yes, when it's a close game going into the fourth, this team can beat anybody and should be able to win the majority of close games because of their defense. He's Dante Marcatelli. I'm Jake Chapman. We'll take a break in here. We'll uh, talk a little Sixers when we come back. Magic fans, be part of the action when big games come to town. See the Magic Face teams like the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, and Los Angeles Clippers as they visit Amway Center. Get your tickets now at orlandomagic.com. See big games above all. More Magic Drive time when we come back right here, 96.9 The Game.
When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. See a series of thrilling Orlando Magic games at Amway Center, all for one low price with the All-Star Fast Break Pass. Purchase one pass for only $59 and see four games January through March. That's four games for only $59. Don't miss out. This deal won't last long. Augustine Alley-oop, Darren Gordon, he'll fly up high. That's the captain of the Magic Air Force. Visit OrlandoMagic.com slash Fast Break to purchase your All-Star Pass today. Chick-fil-A has teamed up with the Magic to reward fans with free original chicken sandwiches. If the Magic hit 10 or more three-pointers in a home game, everyone in attendance of that game will win a free original chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Trying to go around him, can't. Over to Isaac, 4-3, J.I. up and in. All you have to do is take your ticket stub or your redemption offer in the Magic app into any participating Central Florida location for a free original chicken sandwich. For official rules, visit OrlandoMagic.com slash Chick-fil-A. Aaron Gordon takes a handoff, comes down to baseline, got to the top and rammed it home. Back-to-back dunks, Orlando. This is a three-point game. Hi, this is Orlando Magic head coach Steve Clifford. Since day one, the Orlando Magic have trusted the professionals at Jewett Orthopedic Clinic to keep us in the game. We not only think they are the best orthopedic group in Orlando, we think they are the best throughout the NBA. So go where the pros go and get back in the game with Jewett Orthopedic Clinic. Jewett Orthopedic Clinic, the official team physicians for your Orlando Magic. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you wanna do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do the do. Hey, Magic fans, when the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right, celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. Hey, Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. 
Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. This is Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. And welcome back. It is Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you. Dante Marcatelli on the horn, getting set for the Magic and the Sixers this evening at Amway Center, 7 o'clock tip. And then right out on the road to see the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow night in Wisconsin. Dante, you're, you're packed and you're ready for that trip, right? You, you weren't surprised at all? I- Completely caught off guard. My mind has been on Christmas. My mind has been completely absorbed with that and then getting back into this game until about uh, an hour, hour and a half before I had to leave the house for the arena. Then I remembered we are going to Milwaukee tonight. Oh, so I yes. should pack something. Yeah, I know. I've done that. I have, uh, I have gone on trips and not brought a suit, so I've had to uh, rush order one or, or get one on the road. That's always a harrowing feeling. But I had time to pack. I threw it all in there. I got it. I'm good to go. And uh, I'd love to be heading to Milwaukee after a win tonight. Yeah, and you know what, too, Jake, you, you mentioned the one win against teams above 500. That's this Philadelphia team, as you mentioned. They didn't have Embiid that night either. They didn't have him. It was a back-to-back for them, and right. they rested Embiid. He will he will play tonight by all accounts. I, I just think for this team's psyche, I, I think they need they need to knock off a couple of these good teams. And uh, I think I think after getting recharged for a couple of days, I think they can do that tonight. What do you make of the Sixers, D? I mean, everybody was watching Christmas Day. Um, they took it to the Milwaukee Bucks. They've been inconsistent certainly all year, and, and maybe, you know, you're always a little bit nervous about MBs. So they're always going to hold them out a little bit, and I think they're probably, you know, they've got big plans, so they're gearing up towards the spring and towards the postseason. Top six teams in the Eastern Conference, Dante, uh, records against each other. The Sixers are 6-2 six and two. Um, against the Heat, Celtics, Bucks, Pacers, and Raptors, and that's by far the best mark. Celtics four and three, Bucks three and three, Heat three and two, Pacers two and three, Raptors one and six. This team's fastball is very fast, Dante, and yet they're still sort of struggling <laughs> with consistency. Um, it's a weird team to try to figure out right now, but when they're on, they're pretty darn good. Well, I think it's what twelve or fifteen games they've had their entire starting five. Right. So I think that's been a big part of it. Now, part of it is you're, you're resting and beat and. Simmons had to sit a couple of games, but I think Brett Brown said it right, Jake. I think this team is built for the playoffs. Yep. I think the rigors of a regular season, I think they're going to have their peaks and valleys, and they did. You know, Before they won these three games in a row, they had lost three consecutive games, so they were kind of struggling and uh, kind of mired in a little bit of a funk, but Tobias Harris has the ability to get it going 35 points a couple of games ago, and then we watched them just put a barrage of threes, 21 threes to tie a franchise record against the Bucks. Um, you know, they, they've got like, I think they've got eight 50 40 games this year, right? Eight games where they've shot 50% from the floor, 40% from three. I mean, with that team, it's with crazy. that size and that ability to score, they're, they're going to be almost impossible to beat on those nights. But I, I think the thing that caught me the most off guard watching that game on Christmas Day, we know they're a good offense, 12th in offensive rating. Their ability to defend, they're the seventh best defensive rated team in the NBA, the fact that you can throw Joel Embiid on Giannis Adetokounmpo, mm. a guy of Embiid's size at 7'2", 7'3", whatever he is, and he has the, the footwork to, to stay with Giannis 
and I think he missed all of his shots at the rim. He was one for nine in that game when, when Embiid guarded him. Now, he struggles with the Brook Lopez's of the world, believe it or not, ironically. The guys that are out make a living around the three, so I think Vooch has a chance to have some success. But when you step inside that three-point line, he's all over you. And he, he's going he's gonna to put his hat in the ring for Defensive Player of the Year. Sure. He, he was all defensive second team last year. But I, I think that's the thing that caught me off guard. Ben Simmons at 6'10", his ability to defend. Tobias always brings it defensively. And Embiid has become a lockdown big. He's becoming as, as good defensively as Marc Gasol. So I think that, that presents so many challenges for this team. I don't, there's, no, there's nobody that would want to face this team in the postseason. It's just another week for the I mean, what the last ten days or so, we've had Gobert, we've had Whiteside, and then you get Embiid tonight. Certainly, <laughs> uh, it's 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 the NBA, and then we'll see the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow. He's Dante Marcatelli. We'll be back Monday with another edition of Magic Drive Time. You got the Magic in the Sixers seven o'clock tonight at Amway Center. Then tomorrow night in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, to deal with the Bucks. My name is Jake Chapman. We'll be back Monday, another edition of Magic Drive Time. Have a great weekend, everybody. Our Magic never compromise on the court, and Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Witness magic above all at Amway Center when the Orlando Magic face the Philadelphia 76ers on Friday, December 27th. See the team as they battle Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the rest of the Sixers for one of the biggest games of the season. Magic rebound and run. Look out, Fultz going to the rim. He'll pack it down. The Tomahawk, Markel Fultz. Get your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Sixers Friday, December 27th. See big games above all.